A narcissist wants you to be sorry for him. I did. That's why I wanted. I wanted people to give me attention because I wanted people to be sorry for me so I still have that attention back on me. If you notice that a narcissist often tries to make you feel guilty for his own actions, like maybe you've got to a place where you've seen them manipulate situations to make you believe that you're responsible. You're responsible for the negative emotions, negative behavior, like how they react, how they respond. It is on you. It is your fault. Has that happened to you? If it has, leave a comment down below. Let other people know they're not alone in dealing with this because it happens so often, but oftentimes you think that it's only happening to you. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge that we call Escape Toxicity. It's $7 to get lifetime access to the community that's doing that challenge together, that's working through it step-by-step of understanding if you're a narcissist, what's reactive abuse look like? How is this showing up? What about the guilt and the shame that you're dealing with? All those different pieces to start breaking free from that toxicity and that abuse. Well, when you talk about this piece of toxicity, one of the things that happens is a narcissist wants you to be sorry for their actions. Like, you have to apologize for the things that are happening from them. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And we're going to kind of dive into some of this piece of the manipulative behavior and how a narcissist oftentimes attempts to make you feel sorry for the things that they're doing against you. Okay, the first thing I want to be able to point out that is pretty obvious, but we're going to point out anyway, is this whole aspect of shifting the blame and responsibility. Okay, narcissists are trying to be able to take whatever blame and be able to put it on you to be able to deflect it from them. Okay, for me, like I never wanted to take accountability for my own actions. I never wanted to be responsible for the stuff that I've done. So as a result, I had to put it on someone else. I had to blame it on someone else. I had to project it onto someone else. Meaning if I did that, then I didn't have to own up that piece of accountability. Then I didn't have to be responsible for it. A lot of times it'd be like this idea of like, I know I did something wrong or I know that there's something there. I can't deal with it. That's not me. So I have to push it onto someone else. I have to push it on someone else so that I feel better about myself. A lot of times we'll see this in the blame game. And oftentimes how it happens in a toxic relationship, so the narcissist, I want you to picture it has a package. And that package is the stuff that they did. You know, I, I cheated on you, okay, but that was actually your fault. You know, I did this, but it was actually your fault. And he keeps putting it on you, okay, this aspect of like blame. You get to a place where you're like, no, it's not my fault. Narcissist is like, totally get that. Okay, so let me take it. And they pull the box back of them projecting blame onto you. They rewrap it with different wrapping paper. And then now it says, you know what? Actually, it was both our faults. It was our faults. Because like we're both a little toxic. We both have communication issues. We both struggle a little bit. And as a result, you start thinking, let me take this because, yeah, I did have some toxic traits. Yeah, I did have some toxic things in my life. What happens is the narcissist thinks as soon as they give you that, and you actually accept it, even if it's just a fraction of it, they're like, phew, done with that. Don't have to worry about that. So like, I would want whoever I was with, I would want whoever to be able to take the blame. Now, if I couldn't get them to take the blame, then I get them to take partial of the blame. If they would take partial of the blame, just a piece of it, then I would feel better about myself. 
because it meant that it wasn't my fault in my mind, okay? This is not like the logic works. Does it always make sense? No, but I'm trying to break it down so, you have, so it makes sense to you, okay? So it's like this idea of like, I need to put it on someone else however I can. Narcissists will do this by trying to make you feel sorry for them. Like sorry for the things that have happened. Sorry for the things they've done. And oftentimes painting themselves even as the victim of making it be like, that wasn't my fault. We'll talk about that a little bit more later, okay? But with this aspect of like, let me figure out how to actually shift the focus away from my behavior and make you responsible for it. Like he made you responsible for the cheating. Like made you responsible for the things that happened for the abusive language, for the, the hitting, for the yelling, for the screaming, all those different things. Like it was your fault. You made me do it. I wouldn't have reacted this way if you'd actually listened to me. I wouldn't have responded so harshly if you would have respected me the first time. Like there's all these different pieces that try to come back at you to make sure that it's your fault. It's your fault for their actions and for the things that are actually happening. You need to understand you don't make a person do anything. You don't. It's wild because a lot of us want to think that, well, the narcissist made me do this, or I made the narcissist do this, or all these different types of pieces. It goes both ways, okay? At the end of the day, you don't make anyone do anything. It's a choice. It's a choice that person has to be abusive. It's a choice that person has to not respect you, to not be kind to you. Narcissists a lot of times will use this aspect of projecting, of pushing things on you to try to avoid accountability and try to avoid the blame. Like whatever I need to do to put it on you so I don't feel bad about it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think of it this way, like a narcissist is going to cheat, okay, and he's going to engage in this aspect of cheating and then try to make you feel sorry for that. Like, it is your fault. Like, I'm putting it on you. And oftentimes it'll be like, hey, this is your fault for me actually cheating. Like, if you hadn't done this, I wouldn't have cheated. They'll guilt trip you. They'll try to make you believe that it's because of your inadequacies, because of how you show up, all these different things. So one of the first times that I cheated and I confessed it, we went to a counselor. Unfortunately, it was a Christian counselor that didn't really know what he was talking about. And as a result, my wife walked away from the conversation believing that it was her fault that I cheated. Ridiculous. Because it didn't have anything to do with her. It never did, which is why I cheated. But the counselor made it sound like, hey, if you'd been better, then you wouldn't have cheated. Like you didn't make it easy for him not to cheat. Because you weren't communicating, because because of this, all, all these different things. It made her feel like she was responsible. Have you ever gone to a couple's counselor and you've walked away being like, wait a second, he cheated on me and now I feel responsible? I hope you left. If you didn't, you need to leave. Because that is not healthy and that is not true of what's actually happening in a toxic relationship. All right, the second thing that I want to kind of point out of the narcissist like wanting you to be sorry for him is this idea of like seeking validation and pity. Okay, now we know this with the aspect of looking for admiration, attention, adoration, this like servanthood, all this kind of stuff. Okay, narcissists, they want the attention. Like I want the attention no matter what. 
They want the validation of like pump me up, make me feel good, right? When it comes to even even when it comes to negative things, like it doesn't just have to be positive, it can be negative or positive. And when you get to this place of like, let me try to pull out sympathy from you to keep you feeling sorry for me. Okay, so narcissist thinks like, hey, when I get you to show sympathy, like there's a sense of validation because you're you're validating my hurt, you're validating my needs, and there's also a control piece over you because they're controlling your reaction, your responses to them. This is when you start to have narcissists that weaponize empathy. Like this is where you weaponize it against you and then you're looking at like, oh, like I'm so sorry, let me help. And you're giving this pity, this validation, this, this sympathy in one sense that still elevates and still pushes forward. This is why majority of the time people are like, maybe I can love him better and he would change. And I'm like, no, you're just gonna enable him. Like until he's willing to be honest about the situation, honest about what's going on, nothing's going to change. You're not going to make it any better. Especially when you're in the aspect of like, let me help this person. If anything, you typically make it worse instead of just setting healthy boundaries and moving forward. But when you try to enable this person by getting to the place where it's like, let me show them more empathy, let me show them more support, let me show them more sympathy, and maybe they'll change, maybe they'll get it, get, get it together, it's not going to happen. Okay, so that's a big thing that people need to understand. It's like, it's not going to happen that way. You get to this place with, with this pity and this validation that narcissist wants it to be about them no matter what it was. For me and like my screwed up mind going through these relationships, every single relationship that left me was the, the opening for getting into the next relationship. And you're like, how does that even make sense? Well, because the relationship typically would end with that person leaving me, then it would show up in my life how I'd go to the next person of being like, this great person, yeah, I, I do have this one wound because this person hurt me because they left me because they gave up on me, because I had this close friendship and then they then they stopped, you know, all these different levels. And this whole aspect of like communicating this starts to put out this sympathy piece on the other side of like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, and then they start saying like, why would anyone leave you? Because you're pretty awesome. Like, why would this even happen? Because they're seeing just the mask. Okay, so there's a lot of different pieces that hopefully that makes sense. And we didn't run around the mulberry bush too much. Okay. Now, the other aspect of narcissist wanting you to be sorry for him is this aspect of maintaining the power and control. Okay. Like making you feel sorry for a narcissist is a way to assert dominance of like, I'm keeping you emotionally invested into me. Like, like you are stuck going back and forth being like, let me help. Let me be a part, like all this kind of stuff. And by manipulating this aspect of your emotions and making you oftentimes apologize for the actions or get to the place where you're being sorry for the things that they've done, like this reinforces the aspect of power. Like I'm in control of you because I did this to you and you feel sorry for me and you're apologizing for the thing that I've done. Like this is the piece that happens oftentimes in toxic relationships. Like did you get to the place where you're apologizing for actions you didn't do? Like he would do something and then you would start to feel sorry for him and start to apologize when it had nothing to do with you. You didn't even cause the issue to start off with. Oftentimes we'll see this in narcissistic relationships where the narcissist is like, you need to feel sorry for me, but then they never feel sorry for you when stuff happens on your side or it'll go back and forth. A lot of different pieces. We're not going to dive into anything. If you're at the place today where you're like, I don't know, like, like I've seen this, I've seen this in my life, but I'm not actually sure. Like, should I give him like this attention? Should I give him this aspect of he wants to be sorry? Like what is actually going on? Like if you feel like you're stuck in the fog, the fear, the obligation, the guilt of being in a toxic relationship, I want to invite you to go to escapetoxicity.com. You can click the link on any of the bios. 
We've got the seven day challenge is going to help you actually break free mentally and emotionally from the stuff that you're going through. It'll put you in the same room of other survivors where you can see and interact with other people that are going through the same exact stuff and realize that you're not alone. Reach out today. Go to escapetoxicity.com. If you want to work with me and want to apply for coaching, we can talk through some of that possibility by going to www.rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones. Love to help you out there as well.